0: All right, we are back. Before we get to our special guest, I want to tell you our next segment segment will be your telephone calls. We haven't had a chance in the last couple of weeks to do this. want to make sure we got in today. You may start calling us right now at 651-989-9226. We'll talk to our guests. We'll take a break. Then we'll come back. We'll take your phone calls. I've got multiple text messages saying, when are you going to take calls? Time for you people to send those text messages to get on the phone at 989-9226, 651 in front of that. All right, our, our chief talent scout, Marty Davis texted us in the last hour. He said, How'd you like to take talk to uh, masters golf with Tim Aaron? We said, Absolutely. Tim Heron joins us right now. Tim, you're with what, nine holes left to go? Your thoughts yeah. on this phenomenal day.
1: Yeah, we're going to the back nine. Scores are low. It's gonna be a fun back nine, I
2: think. Tiger Woods, is he gonna win this thing? Oh, he got I think he got he got bumped
0: off there. So, uh, we'll, let, we'll we'll have him back in just a second, I'm sure.
3: Sounds like yeah, yeah, so he's give, calling in. You can, you can tell you
0: that that click you don't like to hear when you the
3: yep. middle okay. of a phone call. And, and that question that Sid's been dying to yeah, ask. That's right. yeah, All one right. golf question, Go ahead, one Sid, Masters Tim, question. Tim Sid, Hirons, ask him again. Tim's back.
2: Tiger Woods. Yeah, back. Is he going to win the Masters? Am I going to win the Masters? No, yeah.
0: t- Tiger Woods, I think he was talking about.
2: Oh, Tiger
1: Woods. A lot
0: yeah, of people think, confuse uh, the two of you. Yeah, I
1: don't know. He hit it. away right on ten. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, uh, ugly shot. You know, no bogeys. He's got a good
3: chance. Is it, is this a great? The way this has played out, though, the, the the veterans of the game and the young bucks of the game have both have all showed well this uh, week at the Masters. Has this been great for golf, Tim? As you assess it?
1: Yeah, I I think it's been great for golf. I'm, I'm staging, and it's great to have the stage with Tiger Woods in the mix too i think it's been great for golf tim, uh, go ahead keep going it's a little it's a little windier today it looks like and uh i think tiger might have a little bit of advantage with the wind because they haven't seen wind all all uh all week so he might have a little bit of an advantage
0: tim obviously one of the reasons they're playing is because of weather concerns just watching the tv monitors here in our studio it looks darker than it was 30 minutes ago how much of a concern is the weather
1: um, I, I, they showed the weather about an hour ago and it looked like it was actually moving a little North of there, but I don't know where, where the big, that was, that was just the first part of the weather. I think there's a big squall coming in though.
3: Do golfers watch that closely and think about a strategy? If the wind picks up, if that, did you watch that a lot or do you just adapt on the fly during a round?
1: Well, you, you kind of have to adapt on the fly. You watch it a little bit, make sure you can get out that, that night or whatever, uh, you might have to make some different travel plans and things like that. So it's you more watch it for the scheduling part. I mean, there's nothing you can do about the weather. When they call you in, they call you in. So is the course is the course
2: playing easier than it has
1: in, in the past? Uh, excuse me, what was the question?
0: He's saying is the course playing easier than it has in other years?
1: Oh, I th- I think so. Uh, they they have that sub air system under the greens, but uh, I think just because of all the rain they got the week before, it played a little soccer. but it, I think it's made uh, for good for good TV and good for golf that uh, everyone's so close to win it.
0: Hey, Tim, you may want to check uh, your bio. I think there's a typo in there. It says you're 49 years old. If that's the case, uh, what does the future hold for you in golf?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm actually at my studio right now watching with some kids. Uh, I got a Tim here in golf studio, and uh, trying to help some kids out with uh, Lumco and Tim Heron Golf Academy. But okay. next year, I'm getting ready to get on the Champions Tour. I should be out there full time for at least two to four years. So
3: That could be uh, fun. I'm
1: ready to really play, yeah.
3: What, what will wait. the event be like this uh, 4th of July that comes to town? And for people that haven't seen a PGA event before or at least only majors, what will that event be like?
1: Uh, I think the 3M is going to be great. You know, everyone's pretty much just watched the Champions Tour and they. 3M signed a deal for uh, seven years, and it only, you know, the big concern was everyone going up north for the 4th of July, but uh, with Zach Brown coming in town, I think more people will stick around just to watch Zach Brown and watch a little golf.
2: Who do you think is your favorite to win?
1: My favorite? Well, I, I either want that Tony Funow, uh Brooks Kepka or Tiger Woods. I think Tiger Woods. It'd be awesome to see him win.
0: Well, he's still uh, minus eleven. Uh, <clears throat> got a bogey on the, on the last hole, so we'll watch oh, did him. He bogey 10? Yeah, he bogeyed ten, so he's got uh, back to uh, eleven under. So and uh, still okay. two down he's a mile in there. Oh, he's no question. Yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah, it's good. and a couple new pins. There's a new pin on thirteen, so. That should be uh, interesting. Guys are probably used to seeing the back right pin, and the pin's actually front right. uh,
0: What are they doing to the course here? You see how these guys play so well on a course like Augusta. Well, the course here where they're going to play the 3M on is is nowhere near as tough. I know they're making changes to it. Can they make it tough
1: enough? Um, I think it's going to take a few years, but uh, Hollis Kavner said he brought in 400 trees, uh, moved a couple Ts tees around. I don't know if they can make it much longer, but uh you know, the way I see it, you know, um to watch guys make birdies is a little more fun if you're gonna go out and watch. Yeah. So I think, you know, it, it could be good drama. And yeah. um I'm excited to play in it this year, so it's gonna be fun.
2: You think you're gonna get a, a lot of big names for this tournament here? This three M tournament. Will you yeah, I think- Will you play in that No, he just said he's yeah, going to play. He's it.
1: playing in it. Yes. I'm going I'm, I'm hopefully going to play in it this summer. And uh, I heard there's been a couple guys that have committed to it. I don't know. I think Brooks Kepka is planning on coming yep. to play, yeah. and a couple other guys. So
3: yeah, Phil
1: Mickelson is going to play. Mickelson's in. And I get the feeling. I
3: know you get. I get the feeling. Hollis has a whole bunch more in his back pocket, and he's releasing them. Uh, every bi weekly to stay in the news. Oh, That'd that be, would, a that wouldn't be no, that wouldn't be like Hollis. <laughs> yeah. Hollis is
1: great, man. He he'll get it together and you know, he knows a lot of people in town here just because he's been doing the three M on the champions tour and uh I think it's gonna be great. I think uh three M's really embraced it and I think it's going to be a good show, and hopefully we get some good weather.
0: We got breaking news here this morning that Tim Heron's going to be playing. Yeah,
1: exactly. Put that in the
3: column, Sydney.
1: I I did tell Hollis, I go, I've been waiting for ten years to be on the Champions Tour, and then you made it a PGA Tour event. What's that all about? (laughs) I wouldn't
3: take it personally. Yeah,
1: I know. I'm not going to take it personally.
0: Hey, we appreciate uh, your joining us here this one Always good to get kind of an inside view on. It's going to be a great last hour, uh, well, hour and 30 minutes. Uh, it will. We you know who the champion is. I think it's compelling uh, viewing.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate
0: it. Thanks, Tim. Tim, thanks so All much, right. as always. Talk to you later. You bet. All right, we come back, we take your phone calls. I can tell you there are three lines open. You can do something about that during the break. What you do is you call us by 651 989 9226. 651 989 9226. We will talk to you right after this. You're listening to the Sports Huddle with Sid, Dave, and Mike. All right, we are back. Two phone lines open. Said you wanted to call us. We want to hear from you. 651 989 9226. We'll take them in the order that they came. Also, I'll tell you, some people would rather text. That's fine. You can text us at 81807. We will work in the phone calls and text messages. Let's go first to the calls. Ken and Blaine, you were first. We appreciate that. What's on your mind?
2: Uh I was just uh want to comment on the uh, NCAA frozen four tournament. I enjoyed watching the uh, games on Thursday and last night and uh Minnesota Duluth certainly <clears throat> has a very good team and it's interesting that uh Todd richard's son uh plays on that team and he's uh, a sophomore and one of their better players kinda also interesting that uh normally um uh, players for the golfers their sons would play. For the golfers, I don't know what the situation was there. Maybe it's the long-term uh, feud that Todd Richards had with uh, Don Lucia uh, that prevented that. But um,
1: And also, uh,
2: Pitlick was named as uh, All-American, uh, which is a, a great deal for the uh, Gopher team and for Pitlick.
0: Mike, you've been uh, trying throughout the morning to try to maybe get hold of uh, the Duluth coach. And yeah, I've been, texting, airplane, back, I think, yeah, I've
3: been texting back and forth with Scott Sandlin, someone that I know a little bit over the years. Yeah. and uh, uh, So maybe we can get him on at 1130. My concern would be when the, when the plane lands, there's going to be a whole bunch of people waiting <laughs> there to say hi to, to him. Yeah, uh, I mean, back. that stuff happens. you you, you got to break down every recruit differently. Uh, Todd Richardson, et cetera, it's all, it's all different. There's different reasons as to why they go, and I don't know what the story is. Uh, with Richards. Pitlick went and signed with uh, Nashville, of course. Yeah. His first uh, game was against the Wild, and he ended up in the penalty box. But uh, uh, it was, uh, he, had a, he had a nice year for the Gophers and moving on.
0: And uh, UMD is a great story. Uh, what's, uh, what's going on there, back to back? Outstanding yeah. success. And, you know, people say, I'm a Gopher fan, I'm a Bulldog fan.
3: I think if you're a Minnesota fan, that speaks well for, for hockey. You know what's weird As last year I was reminded of this because you don't think of it this way. President Kaler went up there to present them with something. And you forget that he's the president of the yeah. MD too, you know? And Minnesota Morris, et cetera. Yeah, I think
0: he said it was alleged to have said something like, I want to congratulate you guys. This is what he said, Hey, you're the chancellor of the entire uh yeah. you know, the Minnesota system. All right, let's uh let's go to Bud and Fargo, see what's on his mind. Bud, go ahead.
1: Hey, good morning, guys. I had a in spring training I see a box score that a young guy hit a home run in one of the games and his name was Joe Cronin, and it's spelled the same way as the franchise legend and former American League president, are they related?
0: Not to the best of my knowledge, he's in the low minors. He's about his third year in the system. Uh, he was available that day. He was one of those players they brought over from the minor league uh, complex. He's not rated in their top 30 prospects, but he's somebody they like a little bit. But it is an interesting name to be part of the, the um, Washington, Minnesota storyline when Joe Cronin, obviously a big part of the Washington Senators back in his time, went on to be American League president. But to the best of my knowledge, there's, there's no... Uh, lineal relationship among those players. but Very good question. I
3: was talking, I ran to Clark Griffith last night. I had oh, chance oh, to MC, right. the uh, inner city tennis, and the Wheaton family does a great job. John Wheaton's executive yes. director, and uh, Nick Bolitari was the feature speaker, and he's been featured on 60 Minutes, uh, one of the greatest tennis coaches of all times, and sat with him all night. It was really fun. They did a first class job of getting kids from the inner city involved in tennis, a sport that's easy if you can find the right access, and that's what they're doing there. But uh, Clark and I were just talking about uh, he brought up Cronin, but we also talked about the uh, 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 pl- when you play outdoors. You know, it's a whole different deal, and and the target field much better equipped than old Met Stadium was. But in Met Stadium, I forgot this, but in. April and May, Dave. You'll recall this. They were almost all afternoon games, huh? Yep, that's right. We
0: gotta, we got Clark's a good guest. We got to yeah. have him on this sports huddle Then I know he's one of our listeners. We in the next couple of weeks, let's get him scheduled. He's always fun to talk to. Great storyteller. All right, we're gonna take a break here. We've got uh, something coming up in another the uh, segment. Then we're gonna go back to your phone calls. We've got people on hold, but we've got two, three lines open. So while we're on this uh, break, why don't you give us a call? The number is six five one. 989-9226. We'll take your calls later. You're listening to the Sports Huddle with Sid and Dave and Mike. All right, we are back. We still have room for more callers. I don't know what happened during that segment. We lost several people. Ones you dropped off, why don't you give us a call? Get us back on the line, 651-989-9226. All right, let's go to Jerry in Odessa next. Jerry, go ahead.
1: Oh, hey, Sid. You don't know this, you don't have to know everything. But my, I worked security for U.S. Bank Stadium, and my job was to keep an eye on Sid. <laughs> so I didn't know I did. that they had I, put, given I, people that duty.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: it an honor. He's my—he's such a cool guy. Hey, hope he has ninety-nine more years. But anyway, I was just going to tell you years ago. I said they want to speed up the game of baseball. I said. Let's get rid of that poor pitch, you know the walk, you know the poor pitch, base on ball. Guess what? They put it through, and I'm kind of proud of it. But wasn't, but I, I mean this is years ago. But anyway, anyway, happy birthday, Sid. And you're a great person.
0: Well, we appreciate that, certainly. The four-pitch walk rule, one of a number of things that baseball's done. I think that uh, subtly they've done some nice things to speed the game
3: up. Well, and that amateur ball's done that for years. Absolutely. High school ball. They just say take your base if you want to walk them, et cetera. And, uh, you know, to give you an idea, if you go to a nine-inning college or amateur baseball game, generally speaking, it'll take a little over two hours. Yeah. And and that's the same amount of content, same number of outs, same number. So so that kind of tells you what they've got to play with there. Uh, Obviously, the commercial breaks are the big thing that I don't think anybody wants talk about
0: yeah there's no, no question about that Mike uh, I think some of the things that they've done uh, you know it used to be that it looked like an insult to the umpires to check things out you know I, I don't think they feel that way so much anymore you they've gotten used to it I like the the box uh, and pitching it's amazing how good the ump the home plate umpires are
3: they're really uh, good you know, but whether the technology they keep oh. talking about getting this into balls and strikes don't they I don't know how they're going to implement it but They've, they've figured out,
0: though, they ca- they're they catching the corners, and, I th- you know, it's it's probably coming. I talked to Tim che- Cheetah not too long ago, and Tim said he thought so, too. All right, let's see. David in Dallas appears to have uh, called back. David, we just missed you. Go ahead.
2: Hey, guys. How are you doing?
0: We're doing great. How about you?
1: I'm doing really well. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to call, and uh, I don't want to pick on you guys specifically, but I, I just do I want to express my disappointment on the— limited coverage of umd's uh, great season and in particular the the championship win and I, I would love to see you know umd is a university of minnesota school i would love to see a little more excitement a little more focus on uh, on the hockey program especially given the fact that sandlin has won as many championships as brooks and i think he's been in more championships uh than brooks and i would love to Love to see greater, greater coverage and uh, excitement uh, around uh, UMD Bulldog Hockey.
2: That's,
3: that it, a it, it, yeah. that's a slippery slope, and I, we're trying to get a hold of Scott Sandlin as we speak. We've been calling him, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, and their plane is in the air, or maybe landing, et cetera. But the slippery sure. slope is it, it's kind of a different media market, but it's part of yep. Minnesota, and so they've got three TV stations up there in Duluth that cover them exclusively, in a newspaper, and radio stations, and everything else. And so it gets split a little bit, but we do recognize that there's a whole lot of Minnesota kids up there uh, that are playing, and they've done such a good job recruiting that whole Iron Ranger and everything else. So it's not that you're not aware. Uh, it's just that uh, there's only so much you can do with it, and, and, and we don't drive up there to do it, et cetera. Uh, but they get a ton of coverage up there in the Duluth area. David, we appreciate your call. I'm sure you speak for more people. We
0: appreciate that uh, line of thought. Sid, I've got a text message here that's specifically written to you. It says, Sid, now that the Twins are off to a good start, does that prove that firing
2: Paul Molitor was the right decision? I don't think so at all. Let's wait a little while. Pretty early. They've played how many games at uh, 12, 12 games. and yeah. uh, let's uh, give a, a, a monitor this, uh, a more a longer season They will make it a decision then they've got a hundred fifty Hundred and fifty games yeah. to go. It's a
0: it's a very very long uh, small season. sample sizes. <laughs> you guys say yeah, a little early to be
2: uh, making. I think that somebody wanted to get a gem. Hey, they got a lot of players too. The Mauer didn't have crews. didn't have a lot of these guys. Well, it's I kind mean, of the same philosophy. They get a much better roster. Yeah, there's no question that I think they made some
0: pretty good moves to improve the roster. It was amazing they did it basically with players that have been rejected by other
3: teams, released well, by other and, teams. And again, uh, Scopes isn't hitting anything right now. Uh, he had two home runs the other night. That's yeah. about it. Nelson Cruz looks like he's pretty darn good, and he's very confident in what he does. And we haven't seen a much of him so far nope. because of all the National, National League. League stuff. Yeah. Uh uh Cronus struggled so far as what, two ten, something like that. So again, small sample size, but it's hard to say who's you know, who you're gonna give credit to on this. And it's nice to see Byron Buxton I think hitting him at the bottom of the order is a good thing, just let him go. All right, let's uh go back to the calls. Let's go to Jeff in Rochester.
0: Good morning, Jeff. What's on your mind?
3: Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. I have a question on a couple of
1: gophers, red shirt freshmen from last year. Sure. Edmund the running back and Oliver the linebacker. What's their status? I haven't heard too much about either of those two individuals. Edmonds has scored
3: well, but he's going to have a tough time cracking a lineup because as of right now, they got three really good ones. I don't know if all three will stay to the fall, uh, but it's going to be a tough one for him to to get into at this point in time. I don't know much about Oliver.
0: Oliver, uh, you know, um, PJ and several of uh, Sid's questions, as I mentioned, Oliver, again, we, we've not heard a lot about him. Two interesting names, though, Jeff, they've got – They've got a number of guys at running back. One of them, Williamson, the kid from Minnesota, uh, tore up an ACL, so he's going to sit out the, Ooh, the next year. Yeah, Football. Oof. So that, that was a tough injury, but they're they've got that depth at running back, and uh, you know they'll both Brooks and Smith back. Uh, um, you know, I, I think they're, they've got pretty good depth running back. Wide receiver, uh, they were really impressive. A wide receiver yesterday, and they finally every interview we've done, I think in the last. Six months with P.J. Fleck. He's mentioned uh, uh, the the tight end, uh, yep. Revin Ford. Made a catch yesterday. Ford Span, And he had two touchdown catches yesterday. So he looks like he's going to be really Tyler good. Tyler
3: Johnson's a nice veteran. Yeah. There. He's very, and he
0: made the decision to come back, yeah. which is really going to help. Bateman had an outstanding game wide receiver yesterday. They're going to be a fun team to watch offensively. A lot of it's going to be around that offensive line, which is really big, really good, and, and virtually all but one player back from last year. All right, we're getting the signal. We need to take a break. Uh, we're going to continue this. We will, uh, we've will. we got some topics we need to talk about, but we will get you involved in that. And if you've got something in your mind, we for about three weeks have not had a chance to take phone calls. We are wanting to do that. So let's give the phone numbers one more time here. 651-989-9226. A little bit surprised we do not have more Twins-related calls, but it's been such an odd season so far. It seems like they played only halftime. That's about to change. You could talk about Twins go for football anything. You want, give us a call right now, 651 989 9226. Back right after this. Sports Huddle, Sid, Dave, and Mike. All right, we are back, Sid. Here's a text message came in from you. Wants to know how you think University of Minnesota President Eric Kaler will go down in sports history for a
2: relationship with the athletic department. I think he'll be the best athletic uh, supporter uh, as a president they ever had. I mean, he during his period, they got to all those facilities. They got coaches with longer contracts. I think he's the best we ever had. had. All right, said so here's another
0: text message. Should the Timberwolves let Ryan Saunders go? What about Saunders? Said, so do you think the Timberwolves should rehire him or let him go as head
2: coach? It was definitely rehire him. Bring uh, bringing in a president. And Rick Sanders will get a contract for probably a year or two years. Uh, the players want him back, and that's the biggest thing. And I talked to Taylor about him. Taylor wants him back. He just thinks he did a great job. Well, if the president wants him back, I'd say he's on fairly safe
0: ground. Well, if you talk to Glenn Taylor, what does he talk? Uh, what does he say about the personnel on the team? Uh, is what's uh What does the president, uh, the owner of the team, Glenn Taylor, feel about the
2: personnel on this team? Well, they got problems with the salary cap. They got big problems. Although one thing Chandler talked about when it comes to Rose, he wants to check with the medical department. And is Rose one of those guys going to be hurt all the time? If he's hurt all the time, you don't want to give him a contract.
0: Well, they got they've got Tegun and Teague, You know
2: decided to keep uh, his option for $19 million to stay here. Uh, I don't know, somebody's got to be a real genius with that salary cap. <laughs> well, Mike, you know, we're looking for a real genius. I'm turning to you. Wiggins is the name.
0: Anytime you get in a conversation with a knowledgeable um, Timberwolves fan, they say until they figure out how to either get Wiggins motivated or playing somewhere else, people are not very optimistic about the future.
3: Nope, He and he played – Harder the last few weeks, yeah. year for whatever that's worth. But Derek Rose, I talked to you today, he's got his documentary just came out the other yes. day. And he's big on that. He's not going to play 82 games. So if you want to come up with a number and try to figure out when he's going to play, go ahead. Uh, Wiggins, I think that they have now resigned themselves to the fact that he is what he is and, and start building as if you're going to get what you've gotten out of him over the last few years. Towns plays hard. He's not a real leader um, uh, per se, but that's okay. You know, he's leading by example. He's playing hard, missed the last two games of the year. So now you go, okay, so now what do we got? Well, Covington we we think might be okay. Who knows? Sarich I haven't seen him since guy. January. Um, uh, Tyus Jones is a free agent. He's going to get some play out there with his uh, assist to turnover ratio and all that. He's an ideal fit for a lot of different teams. So they're, they're in a pickle right now. It's, it's just, it's discouraging because the NBA is so much fun to watch. Yeah. And to see what Denver did from that game oh, last year, their final totally game. They totally level with the Timberwolves yep. a year ago. And the Timberwolves found a way to be, and just look a year later, you you see what's possible, yep. but it's hard to be optimistic. Sid, were you surprised to t- uh, Go ahead. Renegotiate.
2: The contracts for Towns and Wiggins. Oh,
3: I'm sure they'll renegotiate those with right. them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't want to add more years to Wiggins. <laughs> yeah. 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 The
2: longer peers Oof. and the same money. They don't do that in the NBA. They don't do that in the
3: NBA. That's the NFL where they do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, were you surprised that Trey Jones is going back to Duke? he will definitely be back. Right. Well, you know, he's, 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 that's what I just said.
2: He wants to be here. I
3: he's thinking of Tyus Jones.
0: No, I'm talking about his brother. Trey Jones, his brother, who announced he's returning to Duke, not going to enter the NBA draft.
2: Because he checked with the draft people, and they told him he would not be taken until
3: late, late in the draft. draft. And I can tell you this, based on conversations I've had with people that know uh, that really ups uh, Matthew Hurst's chances of going to Duke right now because they have the opportunity to play with Trey Jones as your point guard. especially if you think you're a one-and-done guy. uh, They love Kansas. They love Bill Self and everything about Mm -hmm. him. Kentucky's sitting there, too, on the doorstep. I see they had another kid declare uh, the other day to go out early. Uh, But the fact that Trey Jones would be your point guard makes a big difference. Got another caller here, Jeff in Rochester. Jeff, you're on. What's on your mind?
0: Jeff, you there? He's there. I hear him. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, I tell you what, we will go to our final break here, and if uh, we can get a hold of Jeff and other callers who want to join us, the number, if you want to get involved in the final segment, 651-989-9226. We'll never run out of things to talk about, but oh. good. a text message. Everybody okay? <laughs> Sports Huddle, Sid, Dave, and Mike. Well, we've got a pretty good hunch that a number of people are listening while watching the Masters right now. If you're not, and if you're depending on us for what's going on, the rain has started, the umbrellas have come out. But what's far more interesting, there's a three-way tie for the lead with about five holes to go. Molinari, Tiger Woods, and Xander Schauffele all tied at 11-under. It's be a... Great next hour and 10 minutes or so of golf. We'll see how heavy the rain gets. It looks like they were very smart guys to start it early this morning. I'm really, I'm sure they're thrilled that they got through 12 holes before it got started to rain.
3: I wonder what, uh... do you want to
2: go? All right, go ahead, Sid. Dave St. Peter tells us there's a lot of good seats for that game this noon. So if you want to uh, get a cheap seat. The sheets available for the go- twin game will be played today.
3: Okay. Real's pitching. That'd be Yeah.
2: Nah, he's he's a fun pitcher to watch. Yep. We talked about speed of games.
0: I like
3: the way he pitches.
0: He, yeah. he gets the ball. He's ready to throw it.
3: We haven't asked Sid yet about championship Monday. What, what did you think about the uh, championship game and, and your overall thoughts on the final four? I think it was great, but I don't think that either
2: team was a great team. But fun to watch. Huh? But it was fun to watch. Fun to watch.
3: That one kid, that guy, he went crazy. I thought we were going to get Knight on this week. I thought Bobby Knight was going to come on and talk about that beard. Well, he
2: would, He doesn't rate high with, with the draft people, but uh, he'll be okay now. Bobby Knight's eligible for the draft? I'll tell you what. They did a fantastic job handling that tournament. Oh. So many great people. Uh, got Telling people where to go was
3: outstanding. <laughs> people have been telling you where to go for a long time, Sid. I talked to a tell- lot of
0: visitors uh, in a time, and they said one thing they really liked there were a lot of volunteers. And they you said, did well, a great
2: job. Excuse me. You did a great job.
3: On the final four. Well, we we had a lot. Of, we had to hustle a lot to get a lot of coverage. And, but you know, Dave, you and I were talking about it last week a little bit and said, you know, people say we'll come back. Well, of course, well, there's only so many buildings that that can hold it. I think they're well positioned. But the next regional people confuse is going to be a Target Center. Final yeah,
2: four ch- channel four has a final four. Now you have another great event in the Masters. Masters. Yep.
3: And we got Hollis's event
0: this summer. It's a it's a nice run of activities. The women's final four is coming here, Mike, and it also will be at the Target uh, Center. You know, some people said to me, boy, can they fill the uh, uh, U.S. Bank Stadium? I said, it's not going to be at U.S. Bank Stadium. It's going to be at
2: Target oh, yeah. Center. Look back 20 years ago. Who would think you'd get all these arenas and stadiums in this town? You got as many. Every four has got a, a top uh, arena.
3: And it's hard to believe you ever get all the built. It also makes it amazing what that dome held, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Gopher football, Mr. Timberwolves basketball for a year, uh, obviously the Twins, uh, and then then all the big events. That has to be one of the all-time greatest investments ever made, huh? Well, and
0: no one is still equal that – 92 to 93. Right. No metropolitan area has ever hosted as many events as, as the Twin Cities hosted back then. Don't forget the, the Special Olympics World Games were here there. Uh, were the U.S. Open, the Stanley Cup, um, the uh, NCAA World Final Series. Four, the World Series. And I think uh, we're missing... There was one more during that. Oh, uh, the U.S. Open, I may have mentioned that. All in about a nine month period. Yeah. Uh, unprecedented. But the point I was starting to make uh, when I got off a little bit of sidetrack there, I talked to a lot of people in the facility, visitors, just, you know, would encounter them. Everybody wanted to talk about it. And I said, hey, you know, I'm from here. How'd it go? And they said, well, you know, we got here we looked around. We really didn't understand the downtown area. They said, you couldn't walk 10 steps without finding a volunteer. And it was so easy to navigate and so easy to get around. And a lot of them, even though the weather wasn't so bad, you had to be on outside they fell in love with the skyway system they absolutely were directed into the skyways and said we couldn't believe it all of a sudden we're a block away and we were you know and there were people there at the ticket windows telling you where to go with your tickets and i did not mike you had a tv segment from up at to the top i can only imagine what it looked like from the back row What's
2: amazing how the fans in this town
3: support all the, these events when they get them they sell it's fun sell. I mean, yeah. I, well, I ran like I said. I ran, Tim. I ran to Adam Thielen and his wife there. I ran to Larry McKenzie. I ran to so oh, many different people.
0: There were so many people I, I recognized. I couldn't figure their names. I wish they'd had a yeah. really legible name. I go. He used to play for so and so. Or he was an official. I mean, everybody was there. You know, Sid talked about the way the city. I mean, but it wasn't Minnesota people who filled the stands. I mean, this draws people from all over the country and yeah. ticket lotteries. And, and I mean,
3: Minnesota sure enjoys it. We get a whole there bunch. There's no you know, question.
2: The activity is great. Yeah, Sid. I'll tell you what's happening. A lot of these sports editors that come here for the events, their wives like the town so much. I know at least 10 of them that are coming back for vacation soon <laughs> when there's no sports okay. events.
0: Well, the Chamber of Commerce appreciates that. If what are it's they going the to Are going to come back and go fishing in Brainerd, or what are they going to do? Ah, they're going to buy clothes with no sales tax on clothes. Boy, there you go. At, that point is made over and over again. I'm just checking to see if there's, I mean, I'm not missing a, la- a couple of the final. So here, Sid, uh, we had this last week and barely got some. Says, so, uh, in the final minutes, ask Sid if he could share any memories about Whitey Skoog. Whitey
2: Skoog?
3: Yeah, so ask Sid yeah. if he has a
2: favorite story or two. Whitey Skoog had the first jump shot of any player in the world. Well, there's about and six it, different parts of the eight, United States I'll that say claim that. I'll one thing about Ozzie Cowles, the coach of the Gophers. He had a lot to do with developing Whitey School. And then when he had a great career at the university, he joined the, the, the Wild, the Lakers, and he, he did just as well there. He was a fantastic person. One of the nicest people you would ever meet. And then he was a, a golf coach. Yeah. At oh, Gazzini's. legendary golf course for many, many years. Played
3: the Country Club. There's lots of stories about oh, Whitey down there just playing golf. No
0: doubt about that. And which is a very nice course, by the way. Mm-hmm. All right, where are we? we got oh, about a, another minute to go. Let me see if we can get anything else here. Um, uh, Sid, why do you think the Gopher basketball team has had an ordinary year Poor officiating injuries or lack of fans' support. All right. I hadn't read that in advance. I'll tell you what,
3: though. Gopher basketball put itself back on the map this year because people are now watching, scrutinizing, asking about recruits at a higher level than they have been the last few years, Dave. And, and you know, yeah, they lost to Michigan State and all that. But I was when they went to Des Moines and I looked at the TV ratings off the charts, Gopher basketball lays kind of dormant sometimes, but I'll tell you what, people are dying to have that be successful. How about the number of people who traveled? That's to what i I was there for both games, you know, and, and I couldn't believe how many people showed up. And granted, it's a car ride, but it reminded me, and when I looked at those television ratings, how, how much interest there is in go for basketball.
0: It'll be interesting to see how they use those last scholarships. They yep. may wind up banking one or two of them.
3: Oh, yeah, with grad transfers and everybody in the portal. Who knows who's out there that could be a good player for them. I don't know why they play a game in Sioux Falls. I can't
0: and that. Uh, maybe keeping Denny Sanford interesting. Yeah, I just want, awesome yeah, right. I want to thank our guest today, Paul Fenton, Clint, Chris Wright. What a debut I had at Allianz Field. Mitch Garver, off to a great start with the Twins. Rick Spielman, Trevor Hildenberger, Tim Heron, Rick Dennison. Thank all of our callers for getting involved. We'll be back next week to do it all over again. Keep your eyes on Augusta in the final hour or so. You've been listening to The Sports Auto with Sid, Dave, and Mike.